0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. So, this is my first solo episode since the 100th episode. And for the 100th episode, I had originally recorded one that was about me wanting to be more open and make connections. It was a little bit about how I've been doing that, but it also had a lot of just intentions of what I'm hoping to call in going forward. And then I re-listened to it. I ended up coming up with the idea to share what I've learned so far because that just made more sense for celebrating 100 episodes. But when I revisited it, I realized it felt like it just wasn't finished, like there was something else I was waiting for. And as per usual, I trust that I am correct when I have that feeling. This week, all week, I was trying to think of what to share. You might have noticed that I waited until Thursday last week to post the episode with Emily instead of posting one of my own on Tuesday for the same reason. That was when I was reviewing it. I started editing the episode and realized there was so much that I just didn't resonate with. Not that I didn't feel authentic because I was sharing authentically, but it just didn't feel like it was everything that I had intended it to be. So this last couple weeks has really flown by. Today I'm actually recording it on Sunday, September 25th, which is the new moon in Libra. And the reason I'm recording right now is it's like almost 8 p.m. and I was just doing my new moon reflections and pulling cards and journaling. And I came to a realization that i had already been pondering for the last day. And I realized it would make an episode and that it was kind of what I had intended to do last time, but didn't quite get there. So just to start, the original theme was around being open because I had the opportunity to join a community flower essence experience where there were three different options to choose from. We did a one-to-one consultation and The one I chose was called Open, and it was exactly that. It was about being vulnerable, connecting with people more, finding community. It was all the things that I had been really setting my intentions around. The other options were one called Reconnect, which was getting back to nature and feeling connected to people even when you're online. I already do go for walks. I connect with nature when I need to. And I already feel like I make a lot of my connections online. So that one didn't feel aligned. And then the other one was called Sacred Source. And it was connecting back to your soul and your source energy. And it was kind of a toss-up between that and open. But I feel like I am a lot better at connecting back to source and doing my spiritual practices than I am with connecting with other humans. So I figured, you know what? I have to do open. That was the first one that was calling to me and I kind of stuck with it. So that was the original intention that I was going to share with that episode. And one of the things I was going to talk about actually was the fact that my collaboration with Emily was before I had chosen this flower essence, but it was because of that intention I've had this year of making more in-person and meaningful connections because of the last couple of years being isolated. And Emily is somebody who I just love her energy. So I was so happy that we started that collaboration. And then from doing that collaboration, it's actually made me feel more productive on my own. I have this extra energy that I get from those times that we spend talking about all of the things we love, you know, movies, talking about tarot cards, astrology. And then actually this past week, when we had shared our new episode, Danielle, Squamish Medium on Instagram, she is the one who runs Spirit School. I work for her. We have a free community that people join. And then there's the Spirit School Collective, which is how I found Emily and how I connected with everyone. It's Danielle's membership. I was one of the founding members. I've talked about this before. She was sharing in her stories, different collaborations that have come out of that space of meeting people in this online spiritual community. That really resonated with me, especially with it being the beginning of Libra season and knowing that that theme was kind of in the back of my head for an episode. And I started thinking a little bit about it, but I wasn't quite sure if that was it. Then fast forward to on Saturday, yesterday, it was my family's day to celebrate my brother Cole's 30th birthday. And his birthday was on Friday. He is a Libra, and he is the one I've talked about before about how I value him and the way he makes time and commits his time to his friends and different relationships and how he stays connected. And it was just a beautiful day. We met together to do an escape room. My parents actually drove all the way out here. I live an hour outside of Toronto. Cole lives in Toronto. And we were meeting there to go to this escape room. And my parents picked me up to bring me there. And when we were on the way there, I realized I hadn't really looked up the address of the place we were going because, of course, I wasn't driving. And when we got closer and I realized it was near Yorkdale Mall, in Toronto, I just had this wave of nostalgia because off and on, but for a good chunk of nine years, I worked for a company called Le Chateau, which is still technically around as a brand under another brand. It was more like a clothing line in that brand now, but they were a Canadian chain of fashion. It started as a menswear line and it turned into mostly women's and shoes. And it was very popular for going out and then for career wear as well. And I worked there for a long time and I was a merchandiser. I went to Sheridan College for visual merchandising arts and th- this was where I ended up for kind of my career home for that career path, I guess. That was one of our flagship stores at Yorkdale. It's a very big mall and I had a lot of responsibility being in the menswear department. and. I traveled and had different locations. That one was my like home store, my base store for a long time. I actually lived in Toronto for a couple of years while I worked there. And that was kind of my home area. I was there a lot. So driving through there, I realized it hadn't dawned on me until I saw the mall that I actually haven't been to that mall since I worked there. I was talking to my parents about that when we drove by it on the way to the escape room, and I was just feeling like this wave of emotion that I couldn't really place at the time. It was just this bizarre, like, alternate reality. But the focus was on my brother, and I was just really excited to see everyone. And my other brother, Brent, was going to be there, of course, meeting us. So we had an amazing time. And I, you know what? I realized I'm not a board game person. I'm not a game person in general. I'm usually the party pooper. But it wasn't until I was reflecting in my journal today that I realized how like I had no hesitations about this and not that I really would have because I was going with my family. You know, there's no expectations, but this goes back to that episode on disappointment when I talked about how I know they don't have expectations of me to do everything that they want to do, but. I actually felt like I was part of it and I felt really engaged. I felt like all of us were contributing to it and it just felt really fun. And it had been a long time since I felt that. And my brother Cole actually brought up at dinner time because we went up for dinner after that we had never really done something like that. Usually, if we play board games or something, we're on like smaller teams or we're playing for ourselves, but working together for a collective goal. Is not something that we've really done before. And that really fit in with all of these themes that have been coming up for me around, like, community and working together, collaboration. So that was just really interesting that that had come up. I'm going to circle back to that. But I had that day. And then today, my friend Abby that I went to university with here, and she was in a lot of my studio art classes, and we both were print monitors together in the printmaking studio. It was basically just the two of us for a good chunk of time during, because it was a lot of COVID that we were (laughs) doing that together. And today she was bringing some prints that I had bought from her. And we were talking about how we had done a collaborative print for Alan, our print tech, and how we wanted to do more collaborations together. And we had a whole discussion about all of These things around finding art community and finding places locally that we could do things together. And it really, really sparked something in me. So after that conversation, I came back in and I finished off some work I was doing. And then I started doing my cards and stuff. And when I was tuning into the energy again to journal about yesterday, I started like crying and i was very emotional and part of it was that i was thinking back to when we looked at where we were going to have dinner there's a cheesecake factory that opened here i know a lot of you in the states you're like yeah they're everywhere it's fine but here in canada we don't have them normally and this is a very popular location and again it's in toronto in one of like the bigger malls when we realized that that's where it was i was like oh my gosh we're going to yorkdale mall like i haven't been there in so long i was just talking about this so we get there and when we turn the corner to go into the parking lot to start figuring out where we're going to park, we're right at the entrance that I used to walk in on multiple days a week for a long time. It really hit me at that point and I was like, oh my gosh, we're, this is literally where I used to work all the time. And I was talking about this other restaurant, Pickle Barrel, that was at the front there at that entrance. And it turns out that's where we ended up eating because it was still there. It's just that Cheesecake Factory had taken one of the outside retail spaces as part of the restaurant. I was just like, this is so strange and surreal. Of course, like I said, we had a really nice dinner and everything. I wasn't thinking too much about it, but the feeling was lingering. And when I was journaling about it, because I was trying to figure out where that was coming from, it was really emotional because I realized that was a time in my life when I actually felt like I had a sense of community and belonging and like I was part of something. And I wrote down the word, which I'm trying so hard not to cry right now talking, but I wrote down the word asset that I felt like I was an asset to that environment, to that company. I had a lot of like social opportunities through that. I met a lot of great friends. I realized as an adult, every time since then, I've always felt like nothing was permanent. Like I wasn't really like fully immersed. I was part of things, but I wasn't like rooted in them. I think part of the reason that working for that company for so long, I felt a sense of belonging was also that I felt really seen and genuinely valued for what I had to offer being an asset. And I was given a few of the bigger stores, Yorkdale Mall being one of them. So I was responsible for a large portion of the area's inventory for menswear. But I also, for example, really loved that when I had a home-based store and we would do our fall staff meeting, it was this fun time when you'd be learning about everything that was coming for the season you'd be really excited about it. And Then when it all started coming in, you would actually spend time with the sales staff and we would all be trying on the clothes. We'd be talking about it. We'd be getting all excited. And it was just this fun time because it was after the store closed, obviously. And so there were no customers around and everyone was together. And it wasn't very often because everyone who was not management or merchandising would be on shift. So it wasn't very often that everyone was actually together. And these were really fun. And then when I first started, actually, it was around this time, it was September that I started. And I was like the second person, I was like the junior merchandiser. And I was in ladies, actually, when I started. And we did overnights a lot, like for weeks on end. It seemed like that whole fall season, probably until almost November. Almost every week, we did a few overnights every week. And with, The girl, Laura, that I had started with, it was exhausting, but we had fun because we would take a break, usually around like 4 a.m. Super creepy when you're in a store that's like basically built like a warehouse. But we would do like tarot cards and we would be having a snack and chatting. I always brought Dunkaroos. It was like a whole thing. And then in the daytime, we would still be there at like 8 or whatever when people started coming in. And then we'd be talking to everyone, still in our comfy clothes while everyone's coming in for the day. And I think also knowing that once I had been in menswear for a while, about a year or so later, we would go to these new store openings when we were opening either a new store or a renovated store. And there weren't that many of us in menswear. Head office comes. It's posted places, there's photos taken and everything. And when I was asked to dress the tabletop mannequins for the walls for these collections, I was like in shock. And I was so nervous because, you know, when you're in a store, you change things pretty often and it's not as intense. But when there's something like this where everyone's coming in to look at these places, it was so... Frightening to me, I guess, because I was used to being seen, but not like singled out like that. Because there's other people that have been in the company longer that were not asked to do that. And it was just such a feeling of like being able to be creative and being trusted with that. I think that's part of it too, is feeling like someone trusts you to do well and to make a decision that's going to benefit the whole team. And That I think is where the creativity came out for me the most was these opportunities to have a blank canvas and choose before the directive was made. Because a lot of the time you're going by like the directives and the photos that have been put out. Granted, in menswear, almost every store has a different inventory level. So it was a lot of creativity there too. But it was just this blank canvas. I really was valued and seen as one of the experts as opposed to starting at the bottom, right? I had worked to the point where I was near the top. There was only a few of us that were in that position going around to the stores. And so when it came to anyone talking about menswear, my name would come up and it was a good feeling, especially being a Capricorn, right? But it was also because I was so open to meeting people and making connections in the stores that I did well because often I was sent in because of my ability to get to know people find the people that would be able to support when I wasn't in the store because I was only at some of the stores like maybe once a month or every couple months and people who were hesitant (laughs) to take on that responsibility because it is kind of One of the things that people are trained the least on, it was sometimes difficult for even my bosses to get people on board. And so that was also a great feeling, too, going into these places thinking, oh, gosh, here we go. Apparently these people are going to be very resistant to me, but then I would end up being like their best friends. So overall, it was just a really interesting time for me to have that aspect of the social connections at the same time as being seen and respected for the work that I was doing. I just haven't felt settled and like I belonged anywhere in a long time, but I realized I like this community and I'm probably going to stay here for a while. I was even telling Abby today, actually, that I'm finally going to start putting like prints up. I'm going to start putting holes in the wall and like nailing up prints that I've been meaning to put up for a long time. So I'm going to try and put down roots. But it just really, really hit me that even when I went to Sheridan College, when I was 20, it was a couple of years after high school. So, you know, all my friends were already in university or wherever they were studying. And I was a couple of years older than the people there. But because it was my bar time when I was going out to the bar all the time, that was a really fun time for me as well. But. For different reasons, but I was very disconnected because I was in school all week. And then I would leave school. So I wouldn't hang out with my school friends on the weekend when we had free time. I would go home to my like home friends and go out. And then I wouldn't see them or talk to them much during the week to hear how their week was going. Cause then I'd be in school. And even though I enjoyed both parts of that experience, it wasn't like a united experience where like everything was intertwined. I didn't feel like I fully belonged anywhere. And then When I was in university, even though I liked where I lived, it was very disjointed again because I was 10 or 12 years older than most of the students in my classes. And I was also going between art classes and science classes and stuff. So it's not even like I had the same people in all of my classes. And I didn't really hang out that much with my friends outside of school other than like on campus if we were there. And... It just still felt really disjointed. And then after a year or so, I had my partner who lived an hour out of here, who lived in Toronto. And I was always traveling there or traveling to see my family. And I didn't have a lot of free time as it was because I also was working. And I realized, like, I that's why partly I haven't really felt immersed. And then all of the community, like I said, that I found where it's been online, it's really great. And I really really don't know where my life would be without it, but it's not the same as having like a physical in-person community that you're part of. And the closest I got to that was being in the printmaking studio when we were open and everyone was coming and going because it was kind of a hub. We always were there in the afternoons and there's always people after like classes were done booking out sign up times for using the presses and stuff. That was like the closest thing that I had. But again, I was like, 12 years older than most of the students. So I wasn't like going out with them or doing stuff outside of that space. It just made me realize that like, you know, friendship and community as an adult is really difficult. It's not like in elementary school, that's more circumstantial. Everyone goes to school. So, you know, you're just naturally finding people there, even university for some people when they are the age of everyone else and they have those close friends and you leave school and you go into your regular life and everyone goes through different career paths. Maybe they move for different jobs. And it's this thing that I think we all experience as adults where finding community is difficult because there's not a natural place that everyone goes or that everyone is connected through. The cards that I pulled today were all around connecting back to your authentic self and allowing things to flow and, you know, kind of figuring out what feels like home to you inside yourself. And I had this massive realization, which is why I'm doing this episode, but I realized I think the problem that we have a lot of times as an adult when we're looking for community is that we don't know ourselves well enough. We don't even know what our authentic self is and who that is. As an adult, in order to find community, you have to know who you are and what interests you. You have to know what you can connect with people about before you can connect with people. The other theme that's been coming up for me a lot is connecting back to things that I loved when I was a child. There's this photo that I have, which I'm going to be doing a blog article on my website about, is a photo of me sitting cross-legged on the deck of a cottage we rented wearing denim overall shorts and a little white sweater. It was a cooler day and I'm feeding chipmunks out of the pockets of my overalls. I've talked about chipmunks so much and I have like a whole Post that I'm going to do probably about this, but that was my essence as a kid. I liked being in nature. I liked little animals. My best friend was my cat. You know, I just liked being in that energy of nature and things that were natural and sweet and pure. And I loved journaling, which that's why I'm trying to journal more now. I liked writing stories. I wrote a lot of poetry, not necessarily when I was that young, but like. Stemming from that natural ability to express through writing and to connect to that version of myself, because that's what still feels authentic when I feel into it. It's maybe not writing about the same things or doing the exact same activities, but it's that part of me that really has been wanting to come out. You guys all know how much I've talked about connecting with plant essences, and this flower essence was something I've been meaning to connect into. So I think that's why this is like tying all these themes together. The more I Find awareness around that version of myself, the more these collaborations and these people are coming to me. I realized that happened yesterday. That feeling was ignited in me. And then immediately today, my friend Abby was bringing up different ways that we could collaborate and connect with people in our community. And I was like, oh my goodness, it was almost immediate. It's like once you connect to that sensation and like the core of what that is, I just trust now that the universe is now aligning things for me. During this Libra season, especially since we're so close to the new moon still, that this theme is what I'm going to be carrying into the remote recharge. And that will be, you know, I think a little bit of both. Finding your authentic self, like pulling yourself away from other people. That's part of it, right? Because some people are the opposite, where they spend all their time with other people and they don't know really who they are. It's this idea of making that connection of who you authentically are and then what connections you need in order to feel fulfilled as that authentic version of yourself. The link for that is live now and my newsletter will be coming out sometime today with a discount code if you're interested in that. I also just want you to start thinking about this for yourself. What is like the core essence? What period in your life did you feel like you had that most authentic feeling of belonging. And if you haven't had that, that's also very valid. I have to say, like, even at that time that I was working at Le Chateau, I had multiple stores that I went to and I went through different phases of life during that time. And there were times that I felt disconnected from one part or the other. So, you know, I think we all can say that maybe we've had fragments of it, but if you think back to when you felt the most like you belonged, maybe it was just with your family at home. When you were young, and like, how can you create that? Right? Like, do you need to connect back with your family? Do you have your own family now? And you want to make sure that your children feel that way? I feel like there's just so many aspects to this that can come through. And that's why, like I said, that's going to be my focus for the remote recharge, because I do feel like we all have some aspect of this that's coming up. Once you know who you authentically are, if you connect back to whether it was when you were a kid or when you were. A teenager or when you were in your 20s when you just felt the most like yourself and if you try to combine those that can help you especially if you have been looking at why you're not able to find community or friendship or whatever it is you're looking for I'm also calling in a new partner so who knows how that's gonna fit into this mix but I think the more I find my authentic self first which is why I know I haven't met the person because I know I want to feel like I already have a community and friends and a clear sense of myself and my own career and direction before I try to integrate another significant relationship. All of us have some part of this that we're working through right now. So I hope this resonates with you because it's come just today altogether for me to be able to share this theme in a way that felt more aligned and more relevant to right now. Something that I also hope is going to bring me connections is that I have my website almost ready to go. Today's Sunday. You guys are hearing this on Tuesday. So I don't know if the website is going to be in the newsletter or not, but I have decided, as you know, if you listen to our episode, mine and Emily's Cosmic Energy Report, that it's going to be ready for Saturday, October 1st, for sure. And I just will not know what pizzas will be together at that point. But my goal is to have my prints available for sale on there, as well as having my services linked and having a blog. I just feel like it's going to be a place where I'm going to be more creative and I'll be able to incorporate all the things that I want to do in one space because I feel like sometimes on Instagram, I do good on a roll where the caption just kind of flows through. But sometimes I feel like I have to cut it off because I don't want it to be too long because it's Instagram. So having a blog will help with that. And I feel like having this website links Instagram and my scheduling and my thoughts in general, and it allows me to share it with more people. So maybe you'll be seeing that today. You'll be able to know if you go to the show notes and the website's there. But otherwise, it will be in the next episode for sure. I'm really looking forward to this. I actually paid for two years for one of the website services and that expired. And now I've switched to a different one. And that's why I'm like, OK, we're not waiting on this anymore, because I feel like I always have one excuse or another. First, it was I don't have photos, so I'm not going to do the website. Then I had the photos and it was like, well, I don't know if I want to put out a website if I don't have my prints linked. And then I was like, well, I haven't made any new prints, so I need prints to put into the print shop. And it just kept going in a circle. Connecting in with my authentic self also ties into my website because I was telling my friend Abby today, the thing that holds me back the most from doing my website and working on it is the About Me page. When I'm looking at a new practitioner, whether it's a healer or someone I want to connect with, even if it's an artist I'm interested in, if I go to their website, I want to know about them. I want to know a bit about their story. And who they are, what makes them want to do what they're doing. And then when I turn it back on myself, I don't even know what to say to a lot of that. That's where some of this exploration is coming up for me, is really tuning back into that Andrea little girl who is sitting with the chipmunk and wanting to journal on a rock underneath the deck. And what is holding me back is that I'm not entirely sure what pieces I want to share. And not that I want to hold anything back, but I just am like, what is even relevant to what I'm doing now? So what I've done actually is I created kind of an accordion thing where there's a little plus signs and you can expand them. And I'm doing little sections because as a Capricorn, you know, it's a lot easier if I don't know where to start to start with answering questions. Also as a generator, too. So I'm sure I'll have a more expansive and flowy. Version of the about me at some point, and hopefully some will come to me. But in the meantime, I think that's a great way for me to gather some thoughts. And even what I've shared today, like this is fresh, so I'll be kind of transferring some of this into that about me section. Part of the difficulty I'm having is that I'm not even sure what I would tell myself, let alone other people. So now I feel like finally all of this is coming together. I'm making connections with people that keep me motivated and excited about doing all of these things. And I just really hope that this starts to come together during Libra season for you as well. And I hope that this really inspires you to either reach out to people you already are inspired to work with or start journaling about your authentic self and looking back at different versions of yourself in the past to figure out which pieces you're wanting to call in i made a list of all of the different aspects of myself of friendships community partnerships that i've had that were like the best pieces of them i just listed them because i feel like if i'm going to call in any of those energies i have to have a tangible example that's just the way i am i have to know It's very Capricorn, like Mercury and Capricorn. I had to have like a physical, tangible example of like when I had that feeling or when I had that type of relationship. Already, I feel more connected than ever to my intentions for this new moon for that reason, because it's been a long time since I've actually just sat with what I really desire. So I promise this is the last thing for this episode, but I really hope that you feel as open and excited to connect as I do right now. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.